Old radio. Old radio. Old radio. Old radio. Old radio. Comedy podcast. Welcome to episode eighty of season four of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. The famous comic strip Blondie by Chick Young spawned a media empire, including radio, film, television, books, games, and more. The radio show ran from 1939 to 1950 on various networks and starred Arthur Lake as Dagwood Bumstead throughout its run. Penny Singleton played Blondie for most of its run, replaced by Ann Rutherford for a few months in 1949, and then by Lake's real-life wife, Patricia Lake, for the final season. Son Alexander and daughter Cookie were voiced by several actors, and Mr. Dithers, Dagwood's boss, was played by Hanley Stafford. His wife was played by Elvia Allman. Arthur Lake later reprised his role as Dagwood on the television show in 1957, with Blondie, played by Pamela Britton. Anyone who has listened to this podcast for any length of time knows that The Aldrich Family is my favorite radio comedy show. It ran from 1939 to 1953, and although it starred several actors as the main character, Henry, it was Ezra Stone who originated the role in the Broadway play What a Life, and spent the most time in the role on radio. His best friend Homer was played by Jackie Kelk, his father Sam Aldrich by House Jameson, and his mother Alice by Catherine Rott. The storylines of each episode are homage to a simple, down-to-earth suburban American family life of the times, exploring relationships and day-to-day living and all of the little adventures that high school kids and families of the time can find themselves in. I cannot recommend the show enough. Now sit back and enjoy the episode Circus Outing from Blondie and the episode Valentine's Day Party from The Aldrich Family. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, uh, 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 don't touch that dial. Listen to... Blondie! Yes, folks, it's another half hour of fun with Blondie and Dagwood, brought to you by the Colgate Palm Olive Tea Company, makers of the new Super Suds with Pie Ray, and Colgate Dental Cream to clean your breath while it cleans your teeth. week, the Riley Brothers Circus came to town and Dagwood promised to take Cookie and Alexander. But as the days went by, Dagwood forgot all about it. So one morning before Dagwood came down to breakfast, Alexander said to Blondie, Mom, what's Pop going to take us to the circus? Well, I don't know, Alexander. Your father's been very busy at the office this week. He promised to take us? Well, Cookie, why don't you and Alexander use the power of suggestion on your father? What's the power of suggestion? Oh, you just hint around about the circus until suddenly your father gets a brilliant idea. 
Good idea. To take you to the circus. Oh, but that's our idea. Yeah. Well, believe me, children, it'll work a lot better if you let your father think it was his idea. Well, sounds kind of goofy to me, but we'll do it. Hey, is breakfast ready yet? Daddy's coming downstairs now. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, son, the power of suggestion, but don't be too obvious about it. Okay, Mom. Oh, boy, I'm starved. Here I come, ready or not. Oh, oh Dadwood, you're not dressed. You forgot to put on your trousers. It, oh, yeah, that's what I said. Here I come, ready or not. Hi, Mom. Oh, hi, kids. Uh, well, what's new, huh? Now, sit down, dear. Your breakfast will be ready in a minute. Okay, Blondie. <laughs> Pop. Y- yes, Alexander? We want to try the power of suggestion on you. Y- you do? Yes. We suggest you take us to the circus. Oh, uh-huh. you be quiet. Now, now, look, kids. Be, be quiet. Let, let your pop read the paper, please. <laughs> Here's your breakfast, honey. Oh, thanks, dear. <laughs> Did you see this big ad in the paper, Pop? Yeah, pass us all, please, Cookie. Which ad is that, Alexander? It says, Riley Brothers Circus. Educational enjoyment for every child. Yeah, yeah, cream and sugar, too, Cookie. Yeah. Fine tingling thrills for kids from six to Yeah, mm-hmm. boy, these eggs are just right, Blondie. Mm-hmm. 150, that's the fine ass. Yeah. Uh-huh. 40 marching elephants. Yeah. 50 lions and tigers. Mm-hmm. Boy, this is good coffee, Blondie. 60 beautiful girls. 60. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just got a brilliant idea. What is it, Pop? Let's all go to the circus tonight. Yeah, huh? Gosh, Pop, you're swell. Oh, I wouldn't say that, Alexander. But I don't mind if you say it. <laughs> Holy smoke, look at the time. I got to leave right away, Blondie. Oh, oh wait, Daddy. But don't go yet. Don't go yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, gee, honey, you sort of hate to see me go out the door, don't you, huh? Yes, dear. Particularly without your pants on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to hurry. I'll be right down. We're going to the circus. We're going to the circus. Yeah, <laughs> Pop thought it was all his idea. Gosh, that power suggestion really worked. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lunch ready? Almost, Alexander. Go upstairs and wash your hands and face. Oh, gee, do I have to? Yes, you have to. Hmm. Oh dear. What's that peculiar odor? I don't smell anything. Oh. Well, where were you all morning, Alexander? Over Jimmy Dexter's house. Oh. Well, go on upstairs and wash your hands and face. Oh, gee, Mom, I just washed my hands and face this morning. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder what in the world that is. Why, Jimmy Dexter and I had fun this morning. We were playing circus with his pet billy goat. <laughs> well, I'm not wondering anymore. <laughs> so you and Jimmy were playing with a billy goat all morning. Yeah. Alexander, I've changed my mind. Huh? Don't go upstairs and wash your hands and face. Okay. Go upstairs and take a long, hot bath. <laughs> oh, my. Circus tonight? Okay, I'll take a bath. Oh, can I ask you something first? Well, what do you want to ask me? Can I have Jimmy Dexter's billy goat? Why? Does he want to get rid of it? His father does. <laughs> if I had it, I could start my own circus. Heaven forbid. Besides, what do you think your father would say about your having a billy goat? Well, couldn't we keep it a secret? I'm afraid things like that have a way of getting around. <laughs> <laughs> well, gee whiz, I don't see what's so terrible having one billy goat. Remember, you and Pop were kids once. What? Well, you haven't always been old. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, no, I guess it just seems that way. Why oh, can't I have it, Mom? Mm, you'd better ask your father about having a Billy Goat, Alexander. Well, Pop says yes. What will you do? I'll just pray for a strong wind. <laughs> That's you, Bumson. It's where Corporal Julius Dithers hangs out. Joe Clot. <laughs> Sergeant Joe Clot. <laughs> remember, Julie? Uh, <laughs> I'll say I remember. I haven't seen you since the Army in 1918. Yeah, you were a corporal and I was a sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> remember that last leave in Paris? Wow. Oh! oh, oh. <laughs> 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 well, well, Joe Clot. Yeah? Been a long time. What are you doing in town, anyway? Tigers Club convention starts today. Tigers Club? Oh, sure, you know, Tigers Club, like the Lions Club, the Elks, the Moves. Oh, sure, Tigers Club. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Oh, that's our club greeting. <laughs> hey, why don't you join the Tigers Club, Julie? I'll get you an invite. Oh, I don't know, Joe. Well, it's good for business. You meet a lot of fellas, swell blowouts, get to go to the convention. Might be a good idea, then. Well, sure it is. Well, uh, could my assistant be a member, too? His name's Bumstead. Well, sure thing. Hey, why don't you and Bumstead be my guests tonight? Well, what's tonight? The Tigers Club Stag Banquet. Stag Banquet? Sure. You know, Julie. Stag Banquet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. I'll call Bumstead. Okay, Corporal Dither. As you were, Sergeant Clubs. Bumstead, come in here. Uh, did you call me, Mr. Giddies? Bumstead, meet my old buddy, Joe Klotz. Mm -hmm. We were in the Army together in 1918. Oh, glad to meet you. <laughs> what were you in, the K-9 Corps? <laughs> of course not. Joe was a major and I was a general. Oh. <laughs> a general? Mr. Giddies, you, you told me before that you were an admiral. What? Oh, well, yes. I was an admiral general. Oh. <laughs> I, I was just telling Julie Bumstead that you and him should join the Tigers Club. Yeah, Joe has invited us to be his guest at the Tigers Tag Banquet. Huh? Oh, that, that's great. Now, let me see. There was something. Yeah, it seemed like there was something I was supposed to do tonight. Oh, yeah. nonsense, Bummy. I didn't give you any homework tonight. No, you didn't. But well, wait a minute. I must have been thinking of last night yet. Well, I'll call Blondie and ask her if I can go with you, huh? You mean ask your wife if you can go? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. said the trouble with you is you don't stand up for your rights. Mm. Make your own decisions. Mm. What are you, a man or a mouse? Assert yourself. Be like me. Yeah, well, I don't like to be a rat. I... <laughs> Oh, come on, Bumstead. If you don't go, you're going to miss a lot of fun. Bumstead, this is an order. You have to go with us. Yeah, well, I still don't think I should go without telling Blondie. You have to go. I won't go. All right, you're fine. All right, I'll go. Thank you for your cooperation. <laughs> I promise you, it'll be a circus. Oh, boy, this will be a circus. Oh, circus. Hey, that's just where I was going to go tonight. I was going to take Alexander and Cookie to the circus. Now, oh, my, if I don't take them, I'll be a flop as a pop. Yeah. Oh, hello. Oh, oh, Bondi. Uh, this is the first chance, dear, that I've had to uh, phone you. Yeah. Well, you see, Mr. Ditter is making me have dinner with a bunch of tigers. Yeah. Ah. Uh, 
So you and the children go ahead and I'll meet you at the circus later. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see you in front of the sideshow where they had that, that dancer, Little Egypt. What? Well, if that's the way you feel, dear. Yes, okay, then look for me by the monkey cage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Goodbye. What'd she say? She said for me to wear a hat. <laughs> hey, this one, fellas. I just found out we're going to march into the circus behind our tiger band. Yeah. Isn't that great? Oh, say, do you Dithers play any band instrument? Uh, well, Mr. Dithers blows his own horn a little bit. Mm. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, come on, fellas, let's get going, huh? Boy, I can't get to this circus soon enough. Uh, I'll march any place you want me to except in front of the trombones. <laughs> Dear, I wonder what's keeping your father. Do you think I should go down to the monkey cage and look for him? Oh, Cookie, is that a nice thing to say? Well, he might be sharing a few peanuts with us. Uh, hey, look, here comes another band. With a lot of clowns behind uh, us. And look at that big tiger. Swing down to the middle. Uh, I'll bet if he had one of pop sandwiches, that bag would really drag. <laughs> oh, your father would love this. I wish he were here. What happened? Look, huh? The front of the tiger stopped. And the back part bumped into it. Oh, those are men wearing a tiger costume. And look, children, the man in front is grabbing the man in back and, and trying to stuff him into the lion's cage. Hey, man. Uh, huh? It's Mr. Gibbons. He's our cop. Oh, oh, come on, children. I don't know how your father got into this, but we're going down there and get him out of it. <laughs> Home at yeah. Boy, that was a small circus I ever saw. Mm -hmm. And Pop, you were funnier than any of the other clowns. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I suppose. And now, now let's be quiet. Cookie's sound asleep. Uh, where, where do you want me to put her, Blondie? Here, give her to me. I'll take her upstairs and put her. Oh, I'll carry her upstairs. No, never mind. Did? Never mind. Here, now come on, give her to me. Now you'd better rest after your strenuous evening. Yeah. Can we go in the kitchen and have something to eat? Well, I didn't eat much supper, so I'd be able to eat a lot of popcorn. Mm. And then I didn't judge much popcorn. Mm, yeah, well, okay, come on, Alexander. I'll fix you a nice sandwich. Come on. Hmm. Mm. While I'm at it, I think I'll make one for myself. Mm. See, I think I'll make a Bumstead number three special. Gee, that's to get rid of his coat. Can I have it? Oh, it would be too hard to take care of, Alexander. Oh, I know, Winka. I take good care of yeah. it. Now, let's see. Now, what will I put in my sandwich? Pickled herring, horseradish, salami, onion, little Limburger cheese, little peanut butter to sort of cement it together. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Let's see now. What else will I have in that sandwich? And all that gold is eat is wood and paper and tin cans. Yeah, well, it's a wonder the fool things don't get sick putting that mixture in their stomach. Huh? <laughs> Oh, gee, Pop, can I have him? I, I don't think he's better, Alexander. You don't think he's better what, Dad? Uh, I don't think Alexander should have a billy goat, Blondie. I didn't think you would. Mm. In fact, I'd just assume you didn't even play with that goat, Alexander. After you've been around it for a while, you, you... Well, I'd just assume you didn't play with it. Yeah. Well, gosh, if that's the way everybody feels, I guess there's nothing for me to do. Leave home and join a circus. Yeah. Uh, leave home? Just because you can't have a billy goat? Yeah. 
I guess I'd better leave. Hmm. Oh, but Alexander, you can't do hmm. that. So you're going to run away and join a circus, huh? Imagine a bumstead being in a circus. Hmm. No, no, no. No, no. A uh, bumstead in a circus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander, uh, when do you think that you'll be leaving? Huh? Oh, well... Tonight, I guess. Mm, tonight, huh? I know it's a hard thing to do, but I'll just have to be a man and make my own decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Alexander, uh, take a little look outside. Yeah. It is pretty dark. And no place to sleep, either. Okay, if you want me to stay tonight, I won't leave home until the first thing in the morning. The first thing in the morning, huh? Yeah, the first thing after breakfast. <laughs> We'll return to Dagwood's Blondie and Alexander in just a minute. New Super Touch contains pyrate, better than sunshine any day. Gets washed white and colors bright. Notice that we didn't finish our Super Touch jingle? Well, you write the last line for that jingle, and you may win a new 1949 Ford. So get new Super Suds from your dealer. Ask him for complete official rules and entry blanks for the big Super Suds jingle contest. <laughs> Alexander's packing his suitcase. He is. What for? Well, don't you remember what he said last night? He's leaving home to join the circus. Oh, stop worrying, dear. Now, just act like we're not going to try to stop him, see? He won't leave home. I know Alexander. He won't even go out of his room today. Well, bye, folks. Yeah, goodbye, Alexander. Huh? Hey. Hey, wait a minute. Where, where, where are you going? I'm leaving home. I guess. Of course, if you and Mom really want me to stay... Oh, no, no, no. We've changed my mind. <laughs> we uh, don't want to stand in your way. Oh, you wouldn't be standing in my way, Pop. Oh, no, you wouldn't be standing in his way, Dad. No, Blondie, no, dear. Alexander's made his decision, and I wouldn't want to interfere. Oh. Um, what have you got in your suitcase, Alexander? Oh, I just took the important stuff. Only the things I really need. Mm. They're what things? Well, my water pistol. Oh, yeah. Everybody should take a water pistol when they go on a trip. <laughs> and my butterfly clip. Yeah, you'll need that too, all right, yeah. And my baseball bat. A baseball bat? <laughs> in that tiny little suitcase? How'd you get a baseball bat in there? I saw it in there. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that should fit, I guess, yeah. Well, 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 well... I guess I'd better get started if I'm going to join the circus. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, but you're going to eat breakfast first, aren't you, Alexander? Well, if you really want me to stay, you know, Mom. Sure, we want you to stay <clears throat> till after breakfast, I mean. Huh? Oh, sure, till after breakfast. <laughs> Where is he, Dagwood? Yeah, well, he's coming down now, Blonde. He, he went up to pack his suitcase again. Oh, Dagwood. Yeah. Do you think we should let him leave? Now, don't worry. He won't go far. He'll come back. Just don't let him think that we're concerned. He has to realize that he can't get things by threatening to leave home. Oh, I guess you're right, dear. Oh, sh- here he comes now. Let's just go on eating our breakfast. All right, all right. Well, I guess I'll get going. Um, mm. Okay, Alexander. Goodbye, Mom. Bye, Pop. Boy, it's been nice living here. Mm. Too bad I had to end this way. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, Alexander. So long. 
Well, well, there he goes. Oh, gee, Mom, don't cry. I'll stay. Well, I, I'm not crying, Alexander. Oh, you're not? Uh-uh. Well, I guess I'll be going. Bye, folks. Yeah, goodbye, Alexander. There he goes again. What'd you say, Pop? <laughs> I, uh, said goodbye, Alexander. Oh, so, uh... Hmm. Hey, that's funny. I know Mr. Dithers must be in his office. I'd, I'd better look. Oh, well, good morning, Mr. Dithers. Well, how do you feel after last night, huh? Oh, oh, oh my head. No. <laughs> I know, but how do you feel? Oh, oh, oh my head. <laughs> How's your buddy, Joe Clark? Oh, his head, too. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's too bad. I guess it's a good thing Blondie took me home. Bum said I feel awful. Oh, my head. Mm. Shut the door, Bum said. Okay, J.C. <laughs> No! Oh, you have to slam it? Yeah. <laughs> no, my ears are ringing. Uh, no, no, no. That, that's the phone, Mr. Diddy. I'll get it. Hello? Oh, yes, Blondie. What? You think Alexander's really gone? Oh, my. This is all my fault, Blondie, dear. Okay, I'll find out where the circus went to today and see if he's there. Goodbye. What's the matter? Alexander's... Well, he's left home to join the circus, and i got to go find him. Oh, that's nothing new. What? Every boy wants to run away and join the circus at some time or other. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was seven. I told my father that for two cents I'd run away from home. Uh, what happened? The easiest two cents I ever made. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wonder where the circus went to. Oh, I think it's in Sheridan City today. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and find your little bumlet. <laughs> I wonder when I can get a bus for Sheridan City. Hey, that looks like Mrs. Bob Orpington's big long limousine coming this way. Hey, Mrs. Bob Orpington, hey! <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Bob Orpington. Oh, I suppose said hello, hello there, dear boy. <laughs> uh, how are you? to play violin, do you? Yeah. Oh, hey, no, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, too bad. You know, this morning I went to the gymnasium for a little exercise. Mm. Oh, they have the handsomest new gym instructor. Mm. He left me simply breathless. <laughs> oh, he did? Yes, he hit me in the stomach with a medicine ball. Hey, uh, what did you do? What did I do? Mm. Well, I did what any well-bred person would do. I turned blue. <laughs> Good. Mm -hmm. Oh, you look very good to me. So uh, strong, so handsome, so uh, Gregory Peckish. <laughs> but, uh, but tell me, uh, what's the uh, trouble? Uh, well, my son wanted to run away from home, you see. Oh? Uh, and he, well, he wanted to join a circus or get a billy goat, and I told him that he'd have to choose between the goat and me, so he took the goat. <laughs> <laughs> you do? Know, 
I ran away from home when I was ten. Uh, did you want a billy goat? Uh, no, I wanted a minky coat. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, where are you going? Uh, can I drop you anywhere, dear boy? Well, I've got to get to the circus at Sheridan City and find uh, Alexander and bring him home. Well, hop right in, hop right in, and I'll take you there, dear boy. Thank oh, you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, uh, my late husband, Mr. Buff Orpington, the man who invented the chicken, you know. Ah, yeah. <laughs> He always used to say, be it ever so humble, there's no place like home. If you can't find any other place open. <laughs> oh, drive on, Arthur. Mom, can I have a sandwich? Hi, Alexander, are you still here? I thought you'd left home to join the circus. Well, I just came back to tell you goodbye. Well, you told me that at breakfast. Well, I was thinking, maybe I could forget about Jimmy Dexter's Billy Goat. Oh, really? If I didn't have to wash my hands and face every time I eat. Uh-uh, uh-uh, nothing doing. As long as you live in this house, you'll have to wash your face and hands before you sit down to the table. Well, I guess I'll get started. I'll go up and say goodbye to Pop. Oh, all right, you go up and... Oh. Oh, my goodness. What's the matter? Well, your father's gone to the circus at Sheridan City. He has? Yes. Gee, is he going to wag the tail of the tiger again? Oh, never mind that. He's looking for you. Then I guess we better start looking for him. Come on, now. We certainly don't want Pop to run away and join a circus, do we? No, sir, Alexander. But we better get him quick before the circus hires another clown. Just about everywhere for him. Well, if you were a Dagwood looking for an Alexander, where would you go? Well, I guess maybe I'd be with the feed the animals. Let's go look. Okay. Hey, mister, give him the peanuts, not the shells. Oh, hey, do I have to? Huh? There he is, Bird. You're right, Alexander. You, Dagwood. Hey, Pop. Pop. Hey, 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 Sonny. Come, come, come here, Sonny. Have you seen a little boy around here named Alex? Oh, Alexander, it's you. It sure is, Pop. Oh, oh, Alexander, my little old boy. I found you at last in Blondie. Yes, Dagwood, we're mm-hmm. here. Look, dear, I just found Alexander. <laughs> I thought to myself, where would I go at the circus if I were Alexander? So I came here, and sure enough, I found him. Look, we were looking for you, too, Pop. Oh, yeah? I knew you'd get lonesome for your old Pop. <laughs> well, right now, I'm not sure who was looking for whom. <laughs> But we'd better get home for dinner. Oh, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Mom, as soon as we get home, will you remind me of something I have to do right away? What's that, Alexander? I want to go upstairs and wash my face and hands for supper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, don't go away, folks. The bum says we'll be back in just a moment. Colgate Dental Cream cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. No other toothpaste does a better job of cleaning teeth than Colgate Dental Cream. For Colgate Dental Cream has a safe polishing agent that cleans your teeth both gently and thoroughly. Brings out their natural sparkle and beauty. You can actually see and feel the difference. So see if you don't agree with the millions who have made Colgate Dental Cream America's favorite toothpaste. And always use Colgate Dental Cream after you eat and before every date to clean your breath while you clean your teeth.
<laughs> there you all tucked in comfy now. Mm -hmm. Good night, Alexander. Good night, Mom. We're certainly glad you decided not to run away. Yeah, we sure are. <laughs> Alexander, you really were a big help in finding your father. I know, Mom, but don't tell Pop. Oh. It might spoil his fun. He really thinks he found me. Yeah. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Postum presents... Coming, Mother. The Aldrich Family, written by Clifford Goldsmith. Entertainment for all the family, brought to you by Postum, a tempting, wholesome drink for all the family. Postum. Well, friends, here it is another Thursday night, and opportunity is knocking loudly at your door, and knocking twice. First, it's your opportunity to put away your worries and cares for a half hour, and relax and laugh with those grand people, the Aldrich family. And second, it's your opportunity to find out something about that equally grand mealtime drink, Postum. Why, even in looks, friends, Postum is a winner. The kind of drink you don't waste a second tilting to your lips. It has the kind of flavor you refer to in italics. It has the kind of hearty, robust goodness that warms the cockles of your heart. Now, just don't expect when you try it that Postum is going to taste like coffee any more than you'd expect coffee to taste like tea. Remember that Postum's distinctive flavor is in a class apart. It has an extra special goodness of its own that leaves you no words for description but ah, and ah again. And then, don't be surprised if you enjoy your meals far more than you did before the day you start enjoying Postum. Boys like Penrod Schofield, Tom Sawyer, and Huck Finn live in our memories because they typify the teenage youngsters all of us know. And Henry Aldrich is another of these real American boys. He lives in your block, perhaps in your own home. The scene opens in the Aldrich living room. But, Mary, what have I done? You know very well what you've done, Henry Aldrich. You know very well what you've done. When? Didn't you and Homer ask the whole crowd here to our house for a Valentine party Saturday night? Sure, we even sent out written invitations. But, Henry, that's the night I'm having my party. Mary, how could you have a party? Well, my goodness, Henry, I've been planning on it for six weeks. On a party? Yes, for my sorority. Oh, 
All right, Mary, can't you meet at some other house? Henry, Mother says it's my party and I can have it here at our house and I'm not to budge an inch. I know, but Mary... Henry, you're wanted on the telephone. Yes, Mother, I'll be there just as soon as I get something straightened out. Mary, how about our invitations? What are Homer and I going to do? I'm sure I don't know. You can have your party at Homer's house. But Mary! But Mary! Hello? Hello, Henry, this is Agnes. Who? Agnes, is Homer there? No, I was just going to call and see whether he's over at your house. There, there's something I have to see him about right away. Well, Henry, we're all looking forward to your party Saturday night. You're? And I was just wondering whether you'd mind calling Lillian Spencer and asking her to come. Lillian Spencer? She'd have an awfully good time, Henry. But, Agnes, I wouldn't. What do you mean by that? Well, besides one reason I'd rather not even mention, I'm not speaking to Lillian. That's all right. I'd be glad to call her. But, Agnes, Agnes, that'll make 13. Henry! Yes, Mary. Just a second, Agnes. Homer's here. Well, tell him to come here quick. <clears throat> Agnes. Agnes! Oh, gee whiz. Hey, Henry, I was just over to the bakery and ordered four dozen donuts. Homer. Homer. Why couldn't we throw the party at your house? Why? Well, your house is a lot nearer the center of town, Homer, and, and your heating system's a lot better than ours. Now, listen, Henry, don't you remember the last party we threw at my house? Well, Homer, that was just due to an unfortunate series of circumstances. Even so, my father hasn't gotten over it yet. But, Homer, let me tell you. <laughs> we're giving a party Saturday night, and it isn't going to be at your house, and it isn't going to be at mine. <laughs> Mother, why not look at it this way? I'm sorry, dear. Alice, have you seen that piece of paper I had? What was it, Sam? It was a list of the members of the Rotary Club. Father, do you have any ideas as to how we could manage it? Henry, I haven't time to talk about anything. Now I've got to go find that list. But, Mr. Aldrich... Henry, I'm sorry, but you may not have your party here. Please go answer the telephone. Yes, Mother. Henry, what are we going to do? I don't know, Homer. Why do you keep asking me? Because I ordered the donuts in my name. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Henry. This is Kathleen. Oh, hello. I just wanted to tell you the good news. What? Well, I don't suppose I should tell you, but I got a new evening dress for your party. You did? An evening... Uh, but, Kathleen, it's going to be informal. Oh, no. Agnes phoned all of us and said it had been changed. We're to wear long dresses. Agnes did? Yes, Henry, and I just wanted to tell you I'm looking forward to coming. Goodbye. Oh, Kathleen! <laughs> Kathleen! What's the matter, Henry? Agnes is having them all dress up. Who gave her any authority like that? You know, Henry, what we've got to do? Why? Something about the number 13. Either we've got to get rid of one of our guests, or you or I have got to drop out. Now, listen, Homer, you're not going to leave me flat. Well, I was just making a generous offer, Henry. <laughs> I know. Why not call Agnes and see whether she'd have any suggestions? In what way? Well, as long as she's showing so much interest, she might be very glad to have our party at her house. Now, listen, Homer, we're not going to get Agnes any more mixed up in this than she is. Henry, didn't you ever taste the lemon meringue pie her mother makes? Yes. And there you are. Let me call her. But, Homer... Hello. Number, please. Elm 9717. Elm 9717. Homer, how do you know her mother will make any pie? Henry, why worry about that detail when you don't even have a roof over your party? Hello? Hello, is this... is this Agnes? Yes, Homer, and I'm glad you called. You are? Yes, I want you to go right over to Andy Morton's and get all of his records. What for? For the party Saturday night at Henry's. At Henry's? Yes, aren't you taking me? Well, as a matter of fact, Agnes, that's what I really called you up about. Supposing, supposing it's raining real hard that night. What about it? Well, you wouldn't want to go out in it, would you? 
I mean, if it was practically the worst storm we've had all season. What made you think of that? You can't tell, Agnes. Suppose it even turned to sleet and froze right on you. Oh, my, I wouldn't go out if it did that. Well, I'm glad you'd be sensible, because I've got a wonderful solution. We're all coming over to your house. What's that? Ask her about the pie, Homer. Homer, the invitation said the party was to be at the Aldrich's. But, Agnes, why not look at it this way? Now, listen, Homer Brown. I wonder why she doesn't come to the door. You know, Homer, something tells me we're going to be sorry we're having the party at Agnes's house. Henry will have a wonderful time, and it was very nice of Agnes. But, but why do we have to come over a day early? Because she said we had to come and make the plan. Sure, that's what I mean. Homer, we know what the inside of our house looks like. Hello. Hi, Agnes. Hello. Come on in. My goodness, I'm so excited. Yeah? First of all, I've got a lot of ideas about things for us to eat. Oh, Agnes, so far as the refreshments are concerned, Homer and I have taken care of everything but the lemon meringue pie. But, Henry, what are you having? Ginger ale and donuts. Donuts? Sure. We just ordered four dozen. Four dozen? Sure. But, my goodness, four dozen. Well, Agnes, that isn't so many. As a matter of fact, I was just thinking we ought to double the order. Sure. But, boys, I don't like donuts. But I do. All right. My goodness, why worry over a little thing like donuts? Naturally, we can decide a thing like that later on. Now, here's the living room. Oh, yes. Yes. The first thing you want to do is move the piano down to the other end of the room. Move it? Move it. Yes, and you might as well do it now <laughs> while I tell my mother to bake a couple of cakes. In case we don't have donuts. What's that? In addition to the lemon meringue? Of course. Oh, gee whiz, Agnes. Naturally, I'd move your piano any place you wanted. And so will I. <laughs> and, Agnes, are we glad you can come to our party here? Well, thanks, fellas. It was certainly very nice of you to ask me. And would you do me a favor? Sure. Sure. What is it? Would you mind if I asked Gertie Parker to come Saturday night? She doesn't get invited to many parties. Gertie Parker. Gertie Parker? Oh, boy. I'm glad you mentioned her. I'll call her right now. Listen, Homer, who mentioned her? But, Henry, why should you object to Gertie Parker when you're getting a wonderful room like this thrown in with her? Come on, let's move the piano. Okay, but my heart isn't in it. Push. Push yourself. Keep her going. Push. Now, wait a second, Henry. That's what I say. Uh, Homer, after we get this taken care of, how about our moving that picture that's on the wall? Well, what's the matter with it? That's Agnes's father. It is? Sure. Come on and push. Push yourself. Pookie whiz. Boys, may I ask just what you think you're doing? Wait. Hello, Mrs. Lawson. Henry Aldrich, I'd like to ask you again what you're doing. Wait, we're just... We're just... Getting ready for the party. What party? Ours. Here. Have you heard? And we want you to know, Mrs. Lawson, we're very grateful. Boys, will you both please leave this house? Yes, ma'am. Without, without, she whiz. And I have a good notion to call both your parents. Oh, you don't have to bother about anything like that. We're going right away, Mrs. Lawson. Kathleen, tell me once more. When you called Henry, just what did he say? Agnes, he said he had no desire whatever to discuss the matter. And he said that I tried to boss their whole party? Yes, Agnes, that's exactly what he said. But I don't see why he should blame me, Kathleen, for something my mother did. And I stuck up for you. I told him you didn't mean to be bossing. My goodness, I was never so embarrassed in my life. I'll never be able to face Homer again. I know, but I don't know why Henry should be so mad at me. At least, Kathleen, I did one thing. 
The minute I realized my mother wouldn't bake anything for them, I called the bakery and doubled their order for donuts. Really? And Kathleen, as a matter of fact, I have an idea. What is it? First, where's your telephone? My goodness, when I get through, Henry and Homer will come around on bended knees and apologize. <laughs> Doesn't she answer? I'm ringing your number. Homer, when you went back to get your hat, what did Mrs. Lawson say? She didn't say anything. She wouldn't even let me in. Well, I can tell you one thing. I'm never going to darken the Lawson door again. And I hope you don't think I'm going to. I'm ringing your number. Thank you. Henry, when you see your mother, tell her I found the list. The what, Father? The list of members of the Rotary Club I was looking for. Hello? Well, she was... Oh, Aunt Harriet, this is Henry. Hello, Henry. What is it you want? I've got to get back to the kitchen. Aunt Harriet, how would you like to... How would you... Have you got a full day Saturday? No, not especially. Did your mother want me to come over for dinner? Well, if I could arrange it, could you? Well, what did you call me for? Why, uh, I wanted to know whether I could borrow something. What? Your house. What's that? <laughs> well, Aunt Harriet, I have to give a party that evening, see? And, and gee, if I could arrange it so you wouldn't have to be there, Aunt Harriet, would you be interested? Why, I might. You might? Oh, boy. I'll let you have the party at my house, Henry, provided you don't invite that awful Homer Brown. Who? Oh, Aunt Harriet! <laughs> Downstairs, right off the Sunday school room. Well, could you serve a little Valentine's supper tomorrow night? Why, I guess we could. Agnes, Henry, and Homer haven't any money. Kathleen, just a minute, Mrs. Tompkins. Kathleen, the food they serve wherever they have it is going to cost something, isn't it? Yes. Then why not let it go towards the church and make it worthwhile? Oh, all right. Hello, Mrs. Tompkins. Hello. Do you suppose you could serve something that wouldn't cost hardly anything? Oh, I guess we could. <laughs> something as simple as a bowl of soup and. Maybe sandwiches and, and a rice pudding? Yes. Well, we're awfully anxious to raise some money for the new organ, and I'm sure the ladies will be more than glad to. Hello? Hello. Is this Miss Harriet Breyer? Yes. Harriet, this is Mrs. Tompkins. Oh, yes. Hello. Say, I've got some good news about the organ. The organ? Yes, the one we're raising money for at the church. Oh. A young lady just phoned and, and wanted to know whether we could have a little dinner for her, a little party tomorrow night. Good. How many are you going to serve? Well, I told her it wouldn't be worth our while unless we had at least 40. Good. And she said she'd see that there were at least that many, and she might be able to round up 50. Well, I'm awfully glad to hear that. That organ we have now bothers me every Sunday. And Harriet, do you suppose you could be one of the ladies that helped serve? Tomorrow night? Yes. Oh, I would. I'd be glad to, only I just this minute got through inviting some people over here for a party tomorrow night. Oh? Yes, I'm going to give a little surprise party for my nephew, Henry. I know he wants one. Oh. And I'm asking in quite a few. Mrs. Tarbell said she could come if it wasn't too slippery for her bad leg. Really? And another person I'm going to ask is old Mr. Perkins. Oh. Henry will like him. He's a lot of fun at a party. Oh, good. And uh, Miss Fredericks, she hasn't been out all winter. Oh, good. I'm just sorry that you can't be there yourself. (laughs) 
Well, I'm afraid Aunt Harriet and Henry have rather different ideas about who's welcome at a teenage boy's party. But something they probably would agree about is what makes the most welcome hot drink at mealtime. The answer is Postum, of course. Millions of Americans will tell you that. In fact, it's because Postum is so popular, it's because every day more and more people are insisting on Postum that there's a temporary shortage. We just can't keep pace with the fast-growing demand, even though we're making more Postum today than ever before in our history. So if you can't always immediately get Postum when you ask for it at your grocer's, don't be discouraged. Don't think your grocer isn't going to get any more Postum. He will. And as soon as he does get Postum, you'll get it too. So be sure to ask for it again. Now, getting back to the troubles of Henry Aldrich. Henry and Homer are trying to find a place to hold their party Saturday night. Meanwhile, unknown to them, Agnes Lawson has arranged for them to hold it at the Methodist Church. And Aunt Harriet, also unknown to them, has decided to let them hold it at her house. The scene opens in the Aldrich living room. Henry, will you please answer that phone? Why? Yes, please. Homer, would you mind answering it and just tell whoever it is I'm not here? Henry, I'm not going to be your personal goat. But... <laughs> but, Homer, suppose it's Agnes trying to get us again. Just tell her again we're not speaking to her. Well, okay. And if it's somebody wanting to know where we're going to have the party, I'll tell them it's slightly up in the air. <laughs> Hello? Hello, is Mr. Aldrich there? Uh, Mr. Aldrich? Why, no, he isn't. Oh, well, when he comes in, could you please tell him that the Mansion House phone... The Mansion House? The Mansion House Hotel? Yes, I wanted to submit an estimate for his party Saturday night. Uh, a party? Yes, I received word that he's planning a party for Saturday night, and I wanted to give him the figures for a private dining room. Well, gee whiz, I'm planning a party, but... Oh, are you Mr. Aldrich? Yes, sir, only... Well, only... Oh, you're the gentleman. Yes, sir. Well, I figured out an estimate for you. I know, but we can't afford anything that's going to cost as much as... Well, we just couldn't afford it, that's all. Well, this isn't going to cost so much. It isn't? No, not at all. How much is it? Well, first, I'll have to know a little more. Uh, would you want a uh, fruit cup or tomato juice to begin with? What's that? <laughs> I said, uh, do you want a fruit cup or tomato juice? Why... Homer, which do you want, a fruit cup or tomato juice? Now. Hurry up, we're going to get a party. <laughs> At the Mansion House Hotel. Oh, could we have grape juice? Hello, could we have grape juice? Yes, yes, you can have anything you want. We can? Homer, have anything you want. Gee whiz. Hurry up and decide, what do you want? Oh, take fruit cup. Hello? <laughs> oh, we'll take fruit cup. No, now, wait a minute, Henry, wait a minute. What's the matter? Make it... Okay, fruit cup. Hello? Fruit cup's okay. Yes, Mr. Aldrich. Uh, now, would you want chicken patties with peas or lamb chops with limas? Well, that sounds all right. Which will it be? What? Chicken patties with peas or lamb chops with limas? Homer, how would you like some lamb chops? All right, with lots of mashed potatoes. Hello? Uh, could we have lamb chops with mashed potatoes? Oh, yes, of course, Mr. Aldrich. Lamb chops with mashed potatoes. Lots of them. And uh, how about limas? No, who wants limas? Gee whiz. Well, now about the dessert. Uh, what would you like? Well, what have you got? Well, we can give you almost any kind of pie, ice cream, French pastry, stewed fruit. Stewed fruit? Listen, Henry, I'm not going to eat any stewed fruit at my own party. <laughs> Hold the line a second. Homer, we can have any dessert we want. Anything? Sure. I've got an idea. Hello? Yes? Could we have pumpkin pie a la mode? 
At the old fight, Henry. Well, I guess you could. You'd like it served in separate dishes? No, just dump the whole works together. <laughs> Ask him about chocolate sauce. Oh, yes. Would there be an extra charge? For what? Chocolate sauce. Chocolate sauce? Yes. Are you sure you should have chocolate sauce? Oh, sure. Well, there might be a small charge. Oh, how much will the whole thing, including it all, come to? Well, just exactly how many are you having? Why, um, uh, 14 with Gertie Parker. What's that? Well, I understood it was 200. 200? I don't know where I got the idea, but that was the message that was left here for me. 200? 200 what, Henry? Uh, Mr. Aldrich, I'm afraid that for 14, we'd have to charge you at least a dollar and a half apiece. How much? Now what's happened? Well, the, the only thing is... Well, gee whiz. You can't afford it? Oh, it isn't that we can't afford it. It's just that even without lima beans. Well, naturally, I thought you wanted something rather nice. Oh, we do, and I appreciate your offer. Only uh, suppose I think it over. And you'll call me back? Yes, I may, but, but if you don't hear from me, don't worry. Well, thank you, Mr. Aldrich. Goodbye. And thank you. <laughs> Mother, Mother, we can't have a lot of fly-by-night young people who don't take anything seriously dancing around us while our sorority's having a meeting here. My goodness, we have a deficit in the treasury as it is. But, dear, I'm sure they wouldn't pay any attention to your deficit. But that isn't the point. Our president gets nervous with even just us there. Mary, I was simply wondering whether there isn't some way we can help your brother. Brother! Yes, Sam, are you home? Yes, hello. Hello, Mary. Hello, Father. What's the matter with you? Nothing. Her sorority has a deficit. Yeah. Any phone calls for me? Not that I know of, dear. No? Didn't the mansion house phone? No, Sam. No? Now, Sam, you don't have to start putting in phone calls the minute you get home. But, Alice, I left word for them to let me know whether they could take care of our Rotary Club banquet Saturday night. And we're expecting 200 guests. Hello? Number, please. I want, uh... Elm 224. Elm 224? If you please. Sam, do you have any ideas as to where Henry could give his party? Why not right here? Father. Now, Sam. Hello? Hello, is this the mansion house? Yes. Well, this is Mr. Aldrich. Oh, yes. Yes, Mr. Aldrich. I was wondering whether you'd call me. Did I say I'd call you? Well, I understood you would. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was the other way around. Uh, have you finally decided to go ahead with your party? Oh, yes, definitely. The question is, can you take care of us? I don't know why not. There's nothing complicated about it. Good. Then I don't have anything to worry about. No, not a thing. You just leave it to us. And uh, on second thought, Mr. Aldrich, there won't be any extra charge for the chocolate sauce. For the what? For the chocolate sauce. Oh, there won't? Well, that's fine. That's fine. Goodbye. Goodbye. Alice! Yes, sir. I've got everything all fixed. And what do you think? They're throwing in the chocolate sauce. For what? I don't know, but it's very nice of them to give it to us. Well, isn't that fine? Yes, sir. I've been hoping we'd be able to have our banquet at the mansion house. And you know, Alice, I didn't tell you before, but this year it's going to be a bit more important than usual. In what way? Well, I've heard a rumor that they're going to nominate me for president. Really? Well, dear, you deserve it. Yeah? No wonder you want everything to be especially nice. Nice about what, Mother? Henry, I'm glad you came into the room. Kathleen and Agnes stopped me on the street and said they'd been trying to get you for two days. They did. They did, Mr. Aldrich. Did they seem apologetic? They said there wasn't anything for you to worry about, and they'd be seeing you at the Methodist Church tomorrow night. At the Methodist Church? What for? I wonder what's going on over there. Boy, I don't know anything more about it than what I've just told you. Well, the nerve of them. That's what I say. You know what they're trying to do, Homer? Come to us on bended knees. In the Methodist Church? <laughs> show them. We're going to give the best party tonight this town ever saw. Where? M Mother, that's the least of our worries. 
Something will open up. It always does. And, Homer, do you know what I'm going to the phone and do? What? Double our order of donuts. Homer, how does my necktie look? Wait until we get up here under this lamppost, Henry, and I'll take a look at it. Oh, let's turn here, though. My Aunt Harriet lives up the street. Okay. Your tie looks fine. You know, it was very nice of my Aunt Harriet to call me up and say we could have the party at her house. That's what I was thinking. Did I tell you what else she said? What? She said she had sort of a surprise for us. She did? Sure. You know what that means. She's probably going out and let us have the whole house to ourselves. She is? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Say, I wonder what's going on across the street at the Methodist Church. I'm not interested. As a matter of fact, I'm not either. Hey, Henry, look up the street. Where? Well, gee, what's that all about? Well, there's something going on over at the Mansion House Hotel. Boy, they're all dressed up. There must be a lot of parties going on tonight. But, Henry, there are a couple of hundred people out there on the sidewalk. They're all trying to get in. Maybe they're all getting put out. Oh, look, there's my father. Oh, yeah? And there's mine. Where? Don't you see him with all those men talking to him with his back against the wall? <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, there you are, Homer Brown. Gee whiz, Agnes, where did you come from? We just came from the Methodist Church. That's where we came from. Hello, Kathleen. Henry Aldrich, do you realize everybody's waiting for you? Where? At the church, at the church. You're not interested. You're not interested in your own party? In what party? Now, listen, Agnes, have you been arranging more things? And just what, Homer Brown, do you mean by that insinuation? Now, wait a minute, Agnes, wait a minute. <laughs> And before I sit down, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to extend the thanks and gratitude of the Rotary Club to several groups and, uh, shall I say, individuals. First, I think we should thank Sam Aldridge for the very clever and original way in which he arranged this evening for us. I needn't tell you that for a few minutes when we first went over to the mansion house, it looked as though Sam had slipped up and arranged a table seating 16 to take care of 200 guests. But it was done, of course, simply to teach us a lesson that we mustn't expect sumptuous banquets in these days of war. In fact, in fact, this very delicious dinner consisting of pea soup and peanut butter sandwiches and, uh, shall I say, rice pudding... And uh, let's not forget the donuts was just what we needed to bring us back to Earth. While the 15 soldiers who were to be our guests are reading at the mansion house and will join us later. Oh, uh, incidentally, I understand Sam arranged their dinner to end up with a triple-headed dessert. And uh, besides that, Sam Aldrich has asked me to say that we're going to put all the money that we've saved on tonight's dinner into war bonds. What's more, the treasurer of this church has just handed me a report to the effect that their organ has gone over the top. <laughs> and, and I would like to extend our thanks to the good ladies of this church who dropped everything in order to make our banquet the success that it's been. I understand one lady in particular who had planned a Valentine party at her house for her nephew or someone, at the last minute commandeered all her adult guests and brought them down here to help serve leaving the youngsters to shift for themselves as best they can. And now, ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce our genial chairman and next president, Sam Aldrich. Ladies and gentlemen, frankly, I don't know what to say. 
things seemed to straighten out nicely for everyone, didn't they? But if you think Mr. Allroot's troubles are over, just you stay tuned in to find out what happened the next morning. And now let me remind you that Postum, for years the favorite mealtime drink in millions of American homes, is made for your convenience in two forms. Instant Postum, which you make instantly in the cup, and Postum cereal, which you make in pot, percolator, or drip maker. Both forms make the same delicious, distinctive drink. So no matter which form of Postum you choose, you'll enjoy a mealtime cup that's a real treat. breakfast, Alice. Thank you, Sam. Father, will you have another donut? No, thank you. Go ahead, have one. Henry, I have already had three. Oh. You know, Mother, I think that was a very good idea you had about lunch. What idea was that? To make a little custard to pour over the donut. Incidentally, Alice, I won't be here for dinner. Listen again next week to the Aldrich family, same time, same station, for another sparkling half hour with your favorite youngster, his family, and his pals. The Aldrich Family, starring Ezra Stone, is written by Clifford Goldsmith. Original music is composed and conducted by Jack Miller. This is Harry Von Zell saying, You will enjoy fragrant, flavorful Postum. And remember, Postum contains no stimulants. It cannot make you nervous. Good night. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for 